episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected is brought to you by Bridgeside Medical Clinic, Chesapeake Integrated Behavioral Healthcare, and Edgar Casey's ARE. Now more than ever, we have an opportunity to be a positive force in the world, to help heal the divide, to treat each other and ourselves with respect. But with so many tools out there, from meditation to physical training, proper nutrition, therapy, and so many others, we all need a little help navigating all the options. Join us as we share in-depth information, insights, and thought-provoking discussions that will help answer your questions about how to stay calm, cool, and connected during these times. Welcome to Calm, Cool, and Connected, your guidebook to peace of mind. Hello, and welcome to Calm, Cool, and Connected. I'm your host, Dr. Elizabeth Bedrick. So we've all heard of a midlife crisis, sports cars, impulse buys, dramatic changes in appearance behaviors. And as I was preparing for this interview, I Googled, what's the opposite of a midlife crisis? The results were words such as contentment, fulfillment, happiness, self-confidence. And our next guest can probably very much relate to these words to define the opposite of the midlife crisis. Peggy Fian is a mental health counselor who made a decision in her 50s to go back to school and obtain her license as a professional counselor. She's now thriving in this new role. And how is she? Do I know that she's thriving, you might ask? Because this amazing woman is also my mom. Hi, Peggy, or mom. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks so much for being here. So. Let's talk about, before we jump in, a little bit about your background and tell the viewers, you know, how you made this decision to pivot at the age that you did. Well, I was a, I was married young, I had children young, and at that point, I had always thought I would go back to college, but my focus became my children and ensuring that their education, they were well-educated, that they were set in life. and so. It wasn't until my youngest daughter was in high school that I decided it was time for me. And so at that point, I got my associate's degree and then thought, okay, I enjoyed that. I and went a little further and I got my bachelor's degree. And then I, I went to work for a big corporation and I just, I was not fulfilled. And I knew I wanted to empower people. I wanted to be able to, to let people know they can do anything they want to do. and. So the decision was made, a lot of discussions with encouraging people in my life to, to go back to school. Dr. Elizabeth Fedrick? Well, as we were taking a walk one day, Dr. Fedrick and myself, she asked if I had ever thought about counseling and I laughed. I'm like, yes, I'm seeing a therapist. And she said, no, mom, I made you becoming one. And it was in that moment that, oh, yeah, I could do that. Absolutely. And you have done it. What were some of these barriers that, so as you were making, you made this decision to pivot and what were some of the barriers that you came up against during that time? There were some people in my life who uh, were not thrilled with the idea. My age, there was a lot of people that questioned my age and why would I want to, to make this big change in my life? Why couldn't I just be content? And it wasn't that I wasn't content. It was that I wanted more and I wanted, I wanted to have a life with more meaning to be able to help others. Were there ever times you felt like giving up or maybe it wasn't going to be worth it 
And if so, how'd you navigate through that? Well, I definitely, I mean, there were stops and starts along the way. I took the first class and I thought, I'm tired. This is, I'm working. This is too much work. And I stopped for a couple of months and it's like, okay, nope, dove back in and, and just kept plugging away. And so you're the example I use with a lot of my clients who, because, you know, these conversations start well before someone is in their 50s, when people are in their 30s, their 40s. I hear that so commonly from people. It's too late. I, I'm too, you know, I'm already invested in a career. I'm already, you know, too, too far past going back to school. And so I use you frequently as an example of it is never too late. And, and you can do these things. You can do these hard things and you can really excel at it. What would you tell to your clients uh, who maybe are saying that it is, it's too late or their time has passed for that type of thing? Well, interestingly enough, while I was in my internship, I had a client in their 20s and then one in their 30s say those exact words to me. And I just, I kind of stopped and I looked over the top of my glasses and I kind of laughed and said, you're talking to the wrong person to tell me it's too late. It's it's never too late. I mean, and who defines what's too late? If you want to, you know, learn a musical instrument, you want to go to school, time is going to go by either way. So why not be pursuing what you want to pursue? Four years from now is going to be four, you'll be four years older either way. So you can have a college degree or you can have learned a new language, but it's never too late. Absolutely. And, and when you think about people and likely people listening who are maybe, so maybe they haven't made the pivot yet. Let's start with, they're in this, you know, contemplation stage of what would be maybe some advice that you would give to someone when they're just starting to consider, maybe I want to do something new with my life. I would really sit down and ponder what it is you really want, what you're passionate about and start to pursue that. Start to Pursue conversations with people who are already doing what it is you want to pursue and break it down into chunks. What is it going to take? That was one of the things I think that also really got me through was I had a plan and I knew exactly pretty much to the day how long this plan was going to take. And so I kept thinking, I can do hard things. I can do hard things for a minute. I can do it for an hour and I can do it for months. And, but when I started that associate's degree, did I think, you know, seven years of college later. No, that was too overwhelming. Take it in chunks. Sure. And I think that that's a, that's a great point. And that's something I talk to a lot of clients about in terms of when we make these big plans, writing it out, having a plan, having a roadmap is crucial. But then as you're saying, just get through the day, just get through the one assignment, just get through the one class. Thinking about what the next seven years holds is going to be really daunting, really overwhelming. But if we can just say, you know, get through this one week of assignments, yes. that can be really powerful to get you to the next week. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So if somebody is already in the process, let's say they've decided what they want to do. They're like, I'm going for it. And they, they get going. What is some advice you'd give for them once they're already moving towards this goal? I would make sure you have your cheerleaders around you. Have those people who believe in you and believe in what you're doing, who are going to be there to hold your hand in tough times. I would also tell you that life is going to look differently. I, my house used to be really clean. It's not anymore. There's things that were really important that just have taken a back burner. And, 
and that's okay too. To pursue what you really want is to put aside maybe some things that are a lot less important. Yes, absolutely. So you're really prioritizing some of these things that maybe I could focus on before, maybe aren't my top priority anymore, and that's okay. Yes, I eat the same food a lot of nights of the week and <laughs> cook one night to eat the same thing. It's just... And you have a solid support system who food preps for you so that you can stay focused. I do. <laughs> yes, that support system is also so important when making these decisions of navigating through the journey of what the outcome is. But then even, and I'm sure right now as you are getting acquainted to, so you you reached your goal, you you got to the outcome, but then what what is the transition been like and how would you, you know, su- suggest to people that they kind of settle into their new norm? Well, the transition is ongoing and in accepting that, I, I think that is the biggest thing is just to accept the journey. It's okay to be present each day and accept what the journey brings. And I, I try to, as much as my roadmap, but I also try to put everything in place and, and you just don't know what the outcome is going to be, but to be okay with what the outcome is. Sure. And that, and I guess, so really not being attached, attached to the outcome that roadblocks and barriers and detours are all inevitable, but that you just move with it. And each day you're, you are willing to pivot, which is exactly what we're talking about. Yes. So before we wrap up, if you had to define the opposite of a midlife crisis, how how would you define Well, it? I was kind of taken back by your introduction because I thought, am I in a midlife crisis? I feel like it's a midlife reinvention. It is, by the time, you know, when you reach midlife, your children are generally grown. Your responsibilities have changed. You maybe have a little more resources than you've had early on. And so you have the opportunity, you have the choice to reinvent. And it doesn't, it, it wasn't from a place of crisis. It was from a place of, of excitement and looking forward to what the future of held. And I think that that is, and that is really the point in my intro that I, that I'm attempting to get across to people is that making life changes and deciding to pivot and doing something new doesn't, as you're saying, does not equate to a crisis. It means that you are making new decisions and like you're saying, you're allowed to reinvent yourself at any time. And that does not make it a crisis. That's really empowering. Yeah. Where can um, our viewers find find you? Where can they find you on social media or learn more about you? So our website is evolvecounselingaz.com. And then on social media, Peggy Fian underscore counseling. Very good. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And I will sure see you this weekend. <laughs> thank you. And thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected. Please make sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram, and also make sure to rate and subscribe to our podcast so that others can discover our content as well. Thank you again for joining us on this episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected. (laughs) 